0: Ladies and gentlemen, joining me on the line, and it has been a while, it is the one and only Cade Onder. What's going on, Cade?
1: Not much. Playing games, watching movies, you know, <laughs> the usual.
0: We were talking uh, right before we started recording that uh, you, you've bounced around a little bit, but you're at a new place. Tell us where you're at now. i That's uh, so
1: cool, they're, man. they're very kind to me. They're owned by Paramount. Very, very nice company. Um, yes, we do a lot of stuff between video games, movies, comp books everything pop culture.
0: You, I was telling someone, uh, I, I was like, yeah, I got an interview today and they go, "Oh, who with? I go, oh, he's a video game guy, he works at comicbook.com. He kind of has the life I want, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I try my best to, to, Make people jealous of the things I do. Well,
0: oh, that's awesome, Kate Onder, uh, ComicBook.com. <laughs> congratulations to you on that new gig. Uh, you also have Thank the you. Post-Cred uh, podcast going on, uh, which that mm-hmm. looks like that's taken off a little bit too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we it's not run by me. I just kind of co-host it. But yeah, my buddy Eric hosts it as part of his job, and uh, we talk about movies primarily over there, with a little bit of video game stuff mixed in. Um, we usually have uh, interviews with actors. We've had Pedro Pascal, The Rock, a bunch of cool people on there before. Side note real quick, how was Pedro? <laughs> I didn't get to talk to him. Uh, son usually of a I'm not involved with that, yeah. He, seems as, he looked like a nice guy from what I saw of it, so everyone says he's very nice. Everyone I know who's talked to him is like, oh, he's the best.
0: Kate, if uh, people want to know more about you and find all this stuff, where's the best uh, place to go look?
1: I am uh, aggressively online on Twitter. Okay. Uh, at Cade underscore Onder, so you can find me over there.
0: Perfect. We'll put uh, that info at the bottom of the page as well. Uh, Cade, as we get into this, um, it's been a while since you and I talked about video games, and I just want to let you know, and you'll be proud of me, I finally upgraded to a PS5.
1: Nice. I love it. I mean, <laughs> now you can actually walk into a store and buy them, as opposed to the last time we talked, where You had to fight like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in yeah, uh, what's that Christmas movie where he's trying to get the toy for his kid? Oh,
0: uh, Deck the Halls? No, uh, No. I'll look it up here. Uh, (laughs) No, I know what you're talking about though. To make a long story short, my brother every year gives me Best Buy gift cards for my birthday and Christmas, right? And I've been Mm -hmm. saving them up. And someone said something about, or they asked me had I bought a PS Five yet? And I go, No, not yet. I think they're available though and then I'm like how many how much do I have at Best Buy cards. <laughs> Long story short, I bought a PS5 with nothing but Best Buy cards.
1: Man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was when I uh, I went like Black Friday shopping last year and I walked into Best Buy when they opened last year and I just walked in and I had never seen a PlayStation Five outside of my own house, <laughs> and there was just stacks of them.
0: No, I know. Yeah, it's. I wanted <laughs> to get one during the pandemic, but they just weren't available.
1: So yeah, it, it's it's it seems like uh, that, like a lot of developers were also not making games for like just PS Five. They had yeah. to kind of split it down the middle, PS Four and PS Five. But it seems like within the next year or so. Um, that's going to change, especially Spider-Man Two will not be on PS4. So I want to changing.
0: I want to get Spider-Man uh, Two here in a second. The movie uh, was not Deck the Halls; it was Jingle All the Way.
1: That's the one. That's
0: the one. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad plus Phil Hartman. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they had Rita Wilson in it too. Oh my God, that was a pretty big wow. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I, 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 this is so off topic, but I remember like I watched that movie a few years ago. It has like a terrible rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but I I really like it. It's a really good Christmas movie. It's awesome. It's, and I think Sinbad like flies around at one point with a jetpack. I think I may be. No, they both
0: Uh, uh, Arnold flies around with a jetpack
1: as like the toy or whatever Turbo Man trying to get. Yes, that's it. That's it. Uh,
0: (laughs) Um, Kate Onder from comicbook.com on the line with me right now. We should probably talk about (laughs) What we're here to. Um, In the world of video games, um, you were saying there's like news-wise, there's some stuff floating around out there, but it's not. the The big one is probably we got our first look at Spider-Man Two,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, um, even just before we hopped on the call, a bunch of news kind of came out through interviews. But Marvel Spider-Man 2 is coming out this fall for PS5. It's very exciting. Um, Peter and Miles are both playable together in this game, and you can switch between them, which is really exciting. And uh, probably the biggest thing is Peter has the symbiote suit, the black suit, which makes him more aggressive, stronger, uh, meaner. New powers. Yeah. Creates a lot of uh, interesting conflict, and is the the look we got kind of sets up Miles as being very concerned for Peter, yeah. which suggests there'll be you know a conflict between them probably.
0: What was kind of interesting <laughs> about this when you go back to the first one? I mean, if you haven't played Spider Man you don't know that suits are a big thing in it. There's a ton of suits for both characters. And everybody was like, why aren't they making the black suit? Why aren't they putting out the black suit? And then all of a sudden, this is why, because it was going to be a part of the game later on.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they kind of held back on that people really wanted to see in the first one. Obviously, you don't want to blow your load, so to speak, on uh, on the first game. But yeah, it looks like they've... I mean, even besides the symbiote, which is probably the biggest thing, like there's smaller things like web wings, so you can glide around in New York as opposed to just swinging, um, which will be helpful because they're now unlocking other parts of the city, like Queens yeah. and stuff. So um, there's obviously not as many skyscrapers to swing around there, so you'll be probably gliding around more. Um, so, yeah, really just building off the, the foundation of an already great game and making it a lot more dynamic and interesting. It'll be really fun to be able to switch between both those characters and you know use their different powers for different purposes. And the villains look cool like Venom and Kraven. Um, so, yeah, it looks really awesome.
0: I, I mean, if there, if it's anything like the first two, uh, Spider-Man and then Miles Morales, I mean, it mm-hmm. it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so much fun.
1: Yeah, that first game made me cry. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I I really love that game and, um, you know, everything they've shown off so far looks awesome. And, uh, you know, PlayStation does a great job of putting out really amazing single-player games and, and Spider-Man looks to be zero exception to that rule. Yeah. Um, I only wonder kind of what the stakes are for that game because, you know, they seem like the team that would be willing to kill off Peter Parker or something. Like they seem to like really take risks and not that I want to see them kill Peter yeah. Parker, but, you know, they have Miles Morales. Like if they kill Peter, they can still make a more Spider-Man games. So, well, I don't know.
0: You know what I like about it? And this gets kind of into the world of Spider-Man a little bit deeper than uh, some of the stuff. I mean it gets into more of the comic book side of it, but yeah. they've taken a uh, a Spider-Man and a Miles Morales world and really put them together well. Yeah. Where yeah. one is it, when Miles Morales originally came out, it was oh they're replacing Spider-Man. They're replacing Peter mm-hmm. Parker with, you know, Miles. And they've done a very good job, especially with this game of no, he's adding into this world. He's a part of this world. You know, it, yeah. it's it's really, it's really well
1: done and cool. You're dead on the money right there because it did feel like they were very separate in the comic books. Like, even Miles has his own villains or, like, new reiterations of yeah. other Spider-Man villains. But now in this game, it's like, yeah, Peter and Miles are going to fight Kraven the Hunter together. They're yeah. going to fight Venom together. And um, it's an interesting dynamic that, we haven't really seen a ton of, um, and it seems like an obvious thing, but we haven't seen much of it. And especially now that Miles is becoming more mainstream outside of the comics with yeah. the movies. that one, The new one comes out today. Um, and they're apparently going to make him a live action character and all this stuff. So it's really a perfect uh, clashing of worlds.
0: By the way, the soundtrack in Miles Morales is amazing. The, the game yeah that uh uh kid Cudi song I think yes. it is uh yeah. right right when after they you do the introduction to the game and
1: Peter leaves them yeah
0: and they have that I I downloaded that song and I'm not kidding you, I listened to it like over and over when I was driving around because so I'm like this is yeah, such no. a, it, it's just such a good cool feeling
1: game and even the first game had some cool like needle drops where you know even that first scene where Peter jumps out of his apartment and that music is playing and yeah, stuff, yeah 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 yeah, I hope they lean into that more in the second game, especially because Miles and Peter are so different that yeah. even that those two starting points in the game, like the music is built for them almost. Yeah. Um, I hope that there's more music in the second game. Maybe, you know, Miles has an iPod or something. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool.
0: <laughs> well, they did it with
1: the podcast stuff in the game where you had right. uh, yeah.
0: uh, his own version of it, and then you could also listen to the, what's his name? Um, J. to J. Jameson. James Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Kate Onder from ComicBook.com on the line with me right now. We're gushing about Spider-Man 2 as we're both fairly excited <laughs> for this. As we do get into summer, what's kind of the other, uh, like, is there anything else that people should be playing or pe- should people should be waiting for, or is Spider-Man kind of it right now? Because I did, we were talking yeah. off uh, before we started recording that, you know, there's some GTA stuff, but I, I, I don't mm. think it's this summer that that's coming out, right? No.
1: No, definitely not. Yeah, in terms of the summer, it's it's kind of a dry summer. There's, you know, some things on a smaller scale to pick up. There's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game coming on August. Okay. Which is uh, more like the Friday the 13th and Dead by Daylight games. Okay. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. There's the new Final Fantasy game. I'm not super duper familiar with that franchise. I've dipped my toe into it a few times, but um, that does look pretty good. Okay. And the early previews suggest it's going to be pretty exciting. That's for PS5. And then kind of it just stretches into September uh, is when things start to kick off again with okay. Starfield, which is uh, a new space RPG from Bethesda who did Fallout, Skyrim, a bunch of great games. Oh, cool. Um, and, and that's kind of the first big exclusive for Xbox in quite some time, actually. They didn't have any games last year. So okay. kind of like their real big push this year.
0: Alright, cool. And then the, the GTA stuff, that, when mm-hmm. when is that? When are they thinking of It's GTA 6, right? Yeah. So what What's the timeline on that, you
1: think? <laughs> it's really hard to, to say, like, generally, but they did kind of give us a little bit of a, a nugget recently. Um, so last year, there was a big leak where Grand Theft Auto 6 leaked online, like an hour of footage from the game leaked. Okay. And It was very unfinished, so, I mean, it doesn't look too crazy, but um, it was nice to see that it's a real game. Um, (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, it's been 10 years, so... Has it really? Yeah, 10 years come September since GTA Five. So people are like, is this game ever coming out? And it's like, no, yeah, they're working on it. Um, And it looks like it's going to bring people back to Vice City. Um, and you'll have these two characters who are kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde type couple going around committing crimes. But uh, yeah, so Rockstar was like kind of forced to like reiterate that, yes, we're working on a new GTA game. Yes, those leaks are real. And uh, ever since, they've been pretty silent. But within the last couple of weeks, Take-Two Interactive, the company that owns Rockstar, had an investor's call. And they were projecting like over $8 billion in revenue next year, which is like a significant jump. From yeah. their normal revenue, um, so people were like, "What's that about?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, we have groundbreaking new titles that we've been working on for a really long time." And it's like, "Okay," he's like, "Grand Theft and they're like, "We have groundbreaking <laughs> titles that we've been working on for a long time." <laughs> and so it looks like their fiscal year starts. Uh, March of 2024, I think, and go okay. to like April of 2025, something like that. All right. Um, so probably next fall, maybe we'll get a taste of it at the end of the year. Rockstar tends to re- uh, reveal their games around October, November. So
0: I was gonna say, so it's it GTA. You're still gonna be waiting a while.
1: Yeah, probably. But, okay. I mean, this is a if they're expecting that much money, like <laughs> it's like that's a once in a, like a lifetime kind of game. You know, I don't even, it it boggles my brain to imagine what they do afterwards. Cause the amount of time they've spent, the amount of money they've probably spent is going to be ridiculous. It's almost unsustainable.
0: They have to do, I mean, you got to go back to red dead after
1: that, right? Probably. I don't know. Like I imagine that team's like, we need a break. Like let's yeah. do something smaller. I would like to see them do something smaller, more like bully. I don't know if you ever played bully, but I remember bully. Um, yeah, like I would love to see them go back to that. It's still kind of got that that depth that yeah. GTA and Red Dead have, but it's it's on a smaller scale.
0: See, someone had said that they should do a Red Dead like 1920s like mm-hmm. mob type uh, game yeah. and I always thought that would be so cool.
1: Yeah, I mean the the groundwork is there. John Marston's son would be, you know, in his middle ages around that time. So I mean, that could be something that they, they do do. Um, I don't know if there's really much ground to cover anymore with the Wild West, given they've done yeah. two, three games, if you count Red Dead Revolver, but that's kind of its own thing. I think Rockstar is a really smart studio and whatever yeah. time period they choose. To, like, they've done the 80s with Vice City, they've done Modern Day, they've done the Wild West, they've proven they're very capable at understanding whatever time period they're taking on and giving it that authenticity that's really yeah. necessary to bring those worlds to life. So whatever they do, I'm I'm there day one every time. Kate
0: Onder, yeah. comicbook.com on the line with me right now, talking about video games and stuff. Um, going over to uh, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of the subject of what made me think of Kate and that we hadn't talked in a while. Uh, but Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom came out recently, right? Sure did. <laughs> You've played this fair amount, possibly?
1: Yeah, yeah. My Switch goes with me wherever I go now.
0: (laughs) So, I've got to... Because I haven't played as a... And it made me feel really old, because I was like, oh, crap. The last time I really dove into a Legend of Zelda game, because I I just haven't had a a Nintendo system, was Twilight Mm -hmm. Princess.
1: Okay, yeah. It's been a while.
0: So... (laughs) (laughs) What... Explain the building thing to me because I've been watching TikTok a awful lot, and people are making giant things with penises on fire on this. What? <laughs> what? Did, where did Legend of Zelda go? What happened here? This is yeah, the so like, this is the old man in me coming out real
1: quick. That's totally fair. No, my physical therapist the other day he doesn't really play games. He's in his like probably thirties, and okay, he was like. Uh, you know, I haven't played a game, like a, a video game, in quite a while besides like Call of Duty, but I want to try the Zelda game. Should I go buy a Switch? I was like, yeah, go do it. And then yesterday, he, he came back, and he was like, so I got a Switch. I played a lot of Zelda over the weekend. I'm super into it. And he's telling me all these crazy stories that he had from playing the game. But, yeah, so in, like, 2017, Nintendo put out Breath of the Wild, which was kind of like, you know, a new direction for Zelda. Really yeah, it looked very open different. World style. Yeah. So it's just like it's a very it's a game that's like, we're not gonna hold your hand, we're going to put you in the world. You can go fight Ganon and beat the game right now if you want to, but you will get your ass kicked. But that is an option for you. And you can spend the rest of the time building up your character if you want to. And it's it's really just a, all about the freedom and the creativity yeah. of the player. And then <clears throat> Tears of the Kingdom like leans into that to the nth degree where um, they've given you these powers which allow you to build things and fuse things together. <laughs> and so obviously when you let people create, the first thing they're going to make is penises. Um, that's just <laughs> well, how it is. You give it, a kid a pencil, they're going to draw a penis on a paper.
0: Is there, it, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I saw something about it that there's some something about an uh, uh, equation or a test or whatever to see how long it takes for people to start making penises.
1: On like video games, is that <laughs> I true? I do think that's a thing. I'm pretty sure that's like so at least with some games. Yeah, I think <laughs> that is a thing. If you give people tools, they will they will do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but no, I mean going back to it, I've seen uh, just on uh, on TikTok alone, I've seen people make the tumbler from Batman in the Zelda yeah. world. Uh, these planes and doing you know strafing runs, and it, it <laughs> looks really cool. But it's like, I've never seen that on Zelda. Was that kind of the
1: intent of the game? or Yeah, I mean, like... That's, that's just where it went. Game, <laughs> yeah, like, with the last game, people were just breaking the game. And they were, like, encouraged to do so. They were like, there are a lot of tools at your disposal. You know, break the game, have fun, yeah. be creative. And then Nintendo realized, people are, like, doing the most outlandish stuff. Why don't we just build mechanics that really allow them to do that, tell them to do that? And that's how they came up with, you know, a system that allows you to build a system that allows you to rewind time on certain objects. Like the, the most interesting thing I've probably seen so far was um, so this guy like put a bunch of rocks together next to a boss fight and then started lifting it in the air and spinning it around. And it was, it was a penis and he, he was spinning it around <laughs> and he wasn't doing anything with it necessarily besides that. But the boss was walking towards him. He set the rock down. And then he used this ability where you can turn back time on an object. So it then lifted itself and started spinning around into the boss's face. <laughs> so the <this> boss was <laughs> just slapped up by a rock penis. And to top it all off, Freebird was playing over it. Oh, so that's amazing. That's you know, it, it's it's a game that's like there's no right answer uh, to doing anything. It's, okay, it's about you know using the physics the game mechanics to to do whatever your heart is set on doing
0: well you wish more video games would kind of do that sort of thing or figure out a way to do it
1: yeah it's been really funny to watch developers on twitter like playing the game and they're just like we're never going to be able to do this this is so crazy like what they've accomplished yeah seems so simple on the surface but when you think about how everything has to interact with each other and not you know, blow up your Nintendo Switch in the process. Like, it is ridiculous what they accomplished. And, I mean, I've seen people make mechs and just, like, run around lighting things on fire with these giant robot things, it's its ridiculous. I'm not smart enough to do those things. Well, I
0: saw, I, one of the ones I saw that it, it actually worked for the gameplay, well, a couple of them. One, you know, people were making like these gates and basically pinning in, you know, whatever the enemy was and being able to beat them real quick or taming a horse or, you know, doing something like that. But mm-hmm. then they're making these robots that, I don't know, I don't know what else to call it, but it's a, a, a big pole with a ton of laser beams on it and they mm-hmm. drop it into an area and it just wipes out everybody in the area. I mean, it's yeah, just it's, it it's cool to see a video game that's leaning into like instead of oh man, you broke the game, you can't play it like that. No, you can play this game exactly. however you want.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and like you have to really engineer those things to make that work. It doesn't it's not like you just put something together and it works. Like you have to build things so that everything has, you know, it's moving limbs and you yeah. have levers that do things. Like it's a real like thought process uh where you know the game is actively telling you you're gonna have to think a little bit about this but if you're really creative and you're really smart you can probably make something super duper cool and something that's going to be worth sharing on social media and and showing off like that's that's the best part about the game not even playing it is just going on online and just (laughs) seeing what people are capable of if you don't want to pay 70 dollars for the game just go online and you'll see people having a ball it's a it's a crazy game that is probably going to win many 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 awards.
0: <laughs> Kate, I got to ask you: Have you made a penis that shoots fire?
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's, <laughs> as soon as I knew that was possible, that's the first thing I went and did, and I have no regrets. I, I've made more than one, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs>
0: I like, there was some video where a guy, like, cuts a cord or something, and this thing stands up, uh, it flops down, and starts shooting fire,
1: fireworks <laughs> coming
0: up, like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs>
1: it, it's really, like, I don't know how to describe it other than, like, what if Minecraft was better? Like, I don't yeah. even hate Minecraft or anything, but it's just, like, it, it gives you a lot more options, I feel like, yeah. to do like, way crazier things than are possible with some 3D cubes.
0: You know what, though? They kind of paint themselves into a corner with this where it's like, what do you do next? Yeah, I don't
1: know. It's like it, what I was saying with GTA 6, right? Where yeah. Where like, you've set the bar so high for yourself. Like, I don't even know what you do next. Like, people already... I mean, people felt that way about the last Zelda game. Like, people were like, I don't know how you topped this, and they somehow pulled it off. So... I don't know, but they have said, like, we're going to continue to, um, you know, stick with the style of Zelda game. I don't know if the next one will be a direct sequel or or what, but it seems like they're very dead set on this um, open freedom type formula for, for the series.
0: Kate Onder from comicbook.com on the line with me right now. Uh very cool stuff as we do wrap up uh towards the end. I I got to ask you about Jedi Survivor because that's another one of the big titles that came yeah. out uh recently. Uh I actually finished it last night. And Oh nice. I'm 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 not going to lie to you. At one point I turned the difficulty down all the way to story. <laughs> and you know why? At it's some, hard. It's a hard game. It it's hard, but at one point I'm just like I'm a Jedi. I should be mowing through these people. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was my issue with the first game was I was like, ah. And I I get like the narrative reasoning was like, you know, he's very much in in training more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was was so used to Force Unleashed where you just obliterate people in that game. Um, But I think Jedi Survivor is like really good. How far are you? Because you haven't finished it yet, right? No. Uh, I kind of fell off it when Zelda came out, <laughs> to be honest. But I I, <laughs> I do want to get back to it. Where are uh, you at in it? I'm very early on. I, like, okay. to just landed on Kobo, that, that oh, early okay. area. Okay. But uh, part of the reason I, I kind of haven't gone back there is I went to Los Angeles to play the game before it came out, yeah. and they started us on Kobo, so... I saw all the way up until you kind of minor spoilers let that guy out of the back of the tank. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, uh, I have seen quite a bit of it, but I really do enjoy it. I think it's a really fresh take on on Star Wars where I think Disney has maybe been dropping the ball on some movies and TV shows. Oh, it's, yeah. And the state of Star Wars is is disastrous right now. <laughs> Being uh,
0: I mean, it's a better storyline than what the movies were. Yeah, it's absolutely. A, it's a better storyline than Boba Fett.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, by a long shot.
0: <laughs> Mando, it's... I like it better than Mandalorian. Yeah. Because Mandalorian is too episodic for me because it kind of seems like mm-hmm. the same thing every week. But um, yeah. no, I would, I, boy, I wish you would have been a little bit further into it because I want to see if I'm wrong on my take. I feel like it was a, sh- mm. for all the like customization and treasures and all the stuff you could find, like I got to the end and it was just like, boom, you're at the end. Here you go. Mm. Like I felt like it was kind of course. short in some
1: respects. It's abrupt. Yeah. That actually, that's a great way to say it. I've heard that, and I, I kind of know some of the things. My friend just spoiled it for me blatantly without even asking <laughs> me if I had finished it. Or no, I had told him I haven't finished it. Don't tell me anything. He said, "Well, this happens." Holy crap! Dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are yeah, you yeah. kidding me? Um, but uh, I yeah, no, I I've heard it takes some very interesting turns that. I'm pretty. I'm pretty proud of them for for doing that.
0: I actually like one of the turns in it, and I I, I don't want to throw spoilers out or whatever, but I really sure. enjoyed it. it. Was really, it was. It went to a place yeah. that it's like, oh, you always talk about this happening, but here it actually kind of happens, and mm. it's 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 a neat character progression. So
1: yeah, it, it's it's been nice to see various game developers get the keys to the kingdom for a lot of big franchises. Yeah, like Insomniac games with Spider-Man. Like, they were given the opportunity to make a Spider-Man game, and you know, there's a big death that happens at the end of that game. I won't spoil, but um, they were initially told, "No, you can't kill that character." Um, and which Spider-Man? They, okay,
0: the the first Spider-Man?
1: The first one, yeah. And um, then <laughs> they uh, they made such a good game that when they went to Marvel kind of towards the end of development, showed them the game put together, they're like, all right, you can kill that character. You've earned it. And now they're given carte blanche to make this crazy game in Spider-Man 2. And similarly with Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order was so well-received that I think Jedi Survivor was able to take some really big risks and big swings and do some really interesting things within the Star Wars universe that I don't know that they would ever be allowed to do on Disney+. Plus.
0: Yeah. Cade Onder, comicbook.com, on the line with me right now. As we do wrap up today, Cade, if there's one video game that people should stay inside all summer long and play and not go outside for the sun, what would it be?
1: <laughs> well, the benefit of Zelda is that you can <laughs> go outside and play it, right? It's on your Switch. Yeah, so You yeah, can yeah. take it outside. You can take it to the pool. Don't put it in the pool. Please, no, no, You can take no. it with you. Um so I would say that. I mean, that's okay. that's a game that people have already put hundreds of hours into and are probably barely scratching the surface. So I know the Nintendo Switch is very easily available. You can go get one for like two hundred bucks and buy Zelda for seventy. And you know, I think that's all you need. Like, I think that is the game. For there the is Switch no that, other game. No, I really. I mean, like, there are a lot of other great games, but uh, if you have only the money for one, I would say that's the one.
0: Perfect. Kate Onder, ComicBook.com, also uh, co-host of the Post Cred Podcast. We'll have all those details at the bottom of the page. Kate, thank you so much, man. It's always great talking to you.
1: Yeah, you too. Thank you for having me.